I'm so thankful to the Lord for that, that I heard that message that night and it just really gripped my heart. Roxanne worked second shift, which meant getting home late every night. But one evening was different. Instead of her favorite rock station, she found Focus on the Family on the radio. I didn't find out until sometime later that I actually, you know, got saved or born again or, you know, gave my heart to the Lord that night. I just knew that I prayed the prayer at the end. So I just, you know, was probably by that time, almost 1230, it would take me about half of an hour to drive home and just driving in my car, crying and filled with peace and joy and, and just feeling the presence of the Lord. It was wonderful. I'm Jim Daly. Working together, we can save more families like Roxanne's every month. Become a friend to Focus on the Family and invest in this ministry. Call 800-A-FAMILY or donate at focusonthefamily.com family. Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting podcast. You know, being a father to girls is a big responsibility. And my wife and I are fortunate. We have three boys, three girls. Those girls are wired different. I'm, I'm just saying they want a different kind of relationship than my boys do. And I've had to grow and learn that, and I think I've done pretty well. They, they still give me my daddy hugs when they see me, and I'm glad for that. Uh, Danny, you've got one of each, a boy and a girl. What are the differences that you see between your son and your daughter? We don't have to go into detail about that, of course. We don't right. want to do anything that would embarrass them. But <laughs> yeah. what do you see generally? Well, I mean, I'd say this this can be generalized, really. I mean, girls tend to want more, uh, more touch, more verbal affirmations, especially from a dad, uh, just about who they are from in, in their dad's eyes and want that reassurance of the touch and the hug um, and, and really the, the care for them, that security felt with a dad, whereas a son wants to be pushed and challenged and affirmed in who they are, in what they're doing, hmm. and the girl wants to be affirmed in who she is. Oh, that's good. And, I appreciate uh, that's, that. that it's, a, it's a very unique relationship with both. Man, what, how rich and complete it is to, to have one of each. I would agree, and we're going to hear now from Dr. Meg Meeker about her relationship with her father and how that still affects her as an adult woman. Here she is now with Jim Daly. As a daughter of a strong father and being a strong daughter, what are those wonderful attributes? Uh, I know, uh, you know, loving you was important. What are some of those other tangible things that he did and that you see in other good fathers that really connect them to their daughters? I think the way my dad spoke to me was terribly important. My dad never swore. He never yelled. He never put me down, never called me names. And that mm. meant a lot because he showed me tremendous amount of respect as a person and as a woman. The other thing that I really appreciated about my father, which will make a lot of young people who are listening cringe, is my dad was very protective. And my dad, well, particularly when I was a teen and in college, drove me crazy. Kind of like that intro he comment did. I made, My dad right? was a hunter. <laughs> right, and in our family room were a lot of animal heads. <laughs> right. And when young men came in, you know, they would see that. And my dad always made sure he met these young men and he shook their hands. Another thing that was very important to me that drove me crazy, whenever I came home from a date, my dad was up. 
the lights <laughs> were on crazy. and he'd be sweeping the garage. He'd be looking at his car. He'd be doing anything. But I knew he was up because he wanted to see when I was coming home and, yeah. you know, where we'd been. And I remember one time when I was 17 or 18, I mean, old enough to know, he didn't like the movie that the guy took me to see. And literally the guy came in the house. We talked about the movie and he immediately made the guy leave. I was mortified. When I was in college, he paged me at a restaurant. I was 21 because <laughs> it was past midnight and he was worried. Oh, my. You know, he wasn't mean. He was worried. And even though I hated it at the time, it wasn't long into my 20s that I wore that as a badge of honor. How did you make that transfer, though? And, and of course, um, that was a few years ago. Today's culture seems different yep. in some ways. But the longing in girls' hearts, I think, is it identical. Is it's the same, right? Every daughter wants the same thing. And that doesn't change. Convince me. I'm that feminist 19-year-old. I just, I'm in public school <laughs> Not to yeah. besmirch public school. But yeah. I've been, you know, kind of engineered now to think that I don't need a father looking over my shoulder. Right. I'm independent. Right. You're sitting down as a pediatrician with me. Have that conversation with me, why I need to be mindful of my dad's love for me. Yeah, because I think every woman knows there's a longing in her heart from the time she's very young that she wants dad. She wants dad's approval. He's larger than life. And the reason we know that is because women who are grown who didn't have a dad will look back and talk about the pain of not having a dad. So as adults, if we had a good dad, we know it. If we had a bad dad or an absent dad, we know it. It's so intuitive. It's so instinctive. How does that pain manifest itself? Speak to the symptoms of that. Well, very easily. Teenage girls are sexually active. Why? Not because they want a sexual experience. They want hug. They want attention. They want affection. And they know that even if it's, it isn't real, it's better than nothing, that male attention and affection. And girls will tell you that. You know, a 16, 17-year-old girl will tell you that. I don't really like my boyfriend, but that's what I get. And I want him to like me and I want to look up to him. That's why girls will often date somebody who's older because they want an authority figure. They hate it, but they crave it. Huh. Every girl wants protection. Every woman wants protection. You know, you don't say that because feminists will jump down their throat, but every woman knows she's vulnerable because she's weaker physically than men. And when parents don't acknowledge that and they allow their teenage girls to go out with the high school, you know, the captain of the football team, they are, she's out of her league. And, and a dad knows that, but a mother won't acknowledge that. Well, my daughter's strong, she's independent, she can stand up to peer pressure. Nobody's gonna take advantage of her. Well, maybe and maybe not. Yeah. And girls are so vulnerable because they want that male affection. They want that attention. They'll put on a different persona. That's why girls are, you know, working on Facebook and they're putting out a different image of who they really are because it's all about attention. It's not just female attention. They want male attention. Mm -hmm. And they'll tell you that. So, you know, men have an authority in a girl's eyes, particularly dads have an authority with a capital A. It's not that their mother isn't influential and have authority, but daughters look to their dads as larger than life. And here's why. Daughters perceive their mothers have to love them because that's, the, that's where life starts. Mom has to love you. But in their eyes, a dad's love is negotiable. Right. He either can love me or maybe he doesn't love me. 
even yeah. if he's a great dad. So when dad says something, it carries a weight that yeah. when your mother says something, it doesn't carry. And every girl and every woman knows that. I appreciate so much the insight and advice from Dr. Meg Meeker. And Danny, a lot of dads are probably thinking, okay, how do I do what her dad did? How do, how do I have that kind of a relationship with my daughter? The first step is just listening, being present. And that is, that is easy for me to say, but it's hard to do. And as dads, we have a lot on our minds. We have things going on. Uh, we want to we win. And it's, it's hard to get a gauge on whether we're winning when we're listening. But really, that listening piece can be rich with daughters because they want to talk. They want to, they want to process things. And sometimes it's the art of the question. Uh, having curiosity on, in, in who your daughter is and not having to fix it for her that's another thing that, that, that girls really, really value. And then openness to not knowing everything. And uh, that, that can be very comforting to a daughter to mm-hmm. know that sometimes you just don't know everything, but you still want to be there and still yeah. want to find solutions. I love, I love that my daughter still remembers what I've said for many years, and that is there's a solution to everything, including death. God gave us a solution to that one. And uh, so let's figure it out. Let's figure out a solution together. I may not know it now, but that's the joy and the adventure of discovery. Let's do it together. Playfulness is another one that we lose as dads. When we get so worried and stressed, we lose our playfulness, and that can bring stress down not only for your daughter but for you as well and for your relationship. Have fun as you're doing this dad thing. It's going to be imperfect, but it's going to be short, and it's going to be gone before you know it. And these uh, small moments become the big things that you end up remembering down the road. And I'm, I'm just smiling because I'm thinking about uh, what I hear you saying is space is okay. In other words, if you're with your daughter and she's not just talking up a storm, it's okay. Or if you, you don't have to talk up a lot with right. her. Yeah. Listen, and there it's okay to have some silence in there. Mm-hmm. The other night, um, I actually did something contrary to the rest of the group. We had a family get-together and one of my daughters was getting life advice. She's a young adult. Life advice from everybody else in the family. Well, you should. Well, you ought to. You to do. And I, I just looked at her and said, you know what? I'm not going to say anything about what you should do. I just applaud you. Go for it. Do whatever you want. I love you. <laughs> and she was just like, thank you. At least somebody's not telling me what to do. Yeah. And yeah. I took that as a compliment, and, frankly. You need to be able to own something. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. I, I have confidence in you as a person. And I'm not all worried about your decisions. I think you'll, you'll be fine. So if you're looking for some help in your journey as a dad or as a mom of a daughter, uh, give us a call here or check out our parenting website. It's rich with details and uh, resources. We've got uh, information in the show notes about a variety of things, including Dr. Meg Meeker's book, Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters. Now, if you can make a monthly pledge to focus on the family, that'd help us out immensely as we produce these podcasts and other great resources. Uh, or if you maybe can make just a one-time gift. Either way, uh, donate today, and we'll send a complimentary copy of that book to you as our thank you gift for joining our support team. Again, details are in the episode notes. Well, please take a moment and leave a rating for this podcast, tell a friend, and do plan to join us next time. We'll hear more from Dr. Meg Meeker. For now, I'm John Fuller. On behalf of Danny Huerta and the team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.